Nice to see everybody here in person. Uh, thank you so much to Sid and the Future Drinks Expo for bringing us back together after, uh, after such a long time away. It's, um, it's kind of particularly appropriate that we're doing this now on the tail end of COVID as uh, we've all seen the surge in usage of technology, the need for technology, the visceral understanding that everybody in the space now has that we need to digitize as an industry. Uh, so uh, to kick things off, uh, I'm Aaron Sherman. I'm the co-founder of 750. Um, we've been operating since 2012, uh, building tools for all three tiers of the supply chain across suppliers, distributors, and retailers. Uh, we recently announced earlier this year that we're joining forces with Provi, um, very exciting development where we're working together now to build an expanded marketplace for wholesale alcohol. Um, we will be integrating the tools that 750 has been developing over the last decade for all three tiers into the Provi ecosystem. Uh, to provide a singular experience for professionals across all three tiers. Quickly, uh, just a little detail about Provi. Uh, we are the fastest growing B2B e-commerce marketplace in beverage alcohol. Um, similar mission, shared mission to what 750 had been working on, we're empowering the three-tier system. So we're taking the behaviors uh, that people have been doing for decades across all three tiers and building the tools that let them bring that online and achieve greater efficiency, greater transparency into how their businesses operate, uh, and ultimately allow everybody to spend more time doing the things that move sales and give them greater insight into how they should be running their businesses. Um, our combined ecosystem has over 100,000 on and off-premise retailers uh, registered, uh, over 1,200 distributors across the country that are integrated. Uh, there are over 700,000 active SKUs that are available on the marketplace, and we've seen over a million orders uh, transacted between retailers and wholesalers. So uh, much of the growth has come over the last two years as we've seen uh, the transition due to COVID and, and bringing behavior online. So it's interesting to zoom out a little bit and look at what has the adoption of technology looked like within the three-tier system. You know, we spent 80 years as an industry, generally operating in an analog nature. Uh, printed price books from distributors reaching retailers. Um, you know, thousands of SKUs that needed to be explored via pen and paper. Orders communicated via in-person conversations. Email as we moved forward into uh, having, having email as a tool. Uh, no visibility across tiers about the movement of product and no standardization of, of data across the board. Over that last 10 years, we've seen over a 400% increase in the number of available SKUs at wholesale. And for wine, every year new vintages are being introduced. So you have a constantly changing and evolving set of information and, and details that need to get communicated from brands to distributors, educating their sales reps about these products ultimately reaching the retailer and then the end consumer. And so this truly necessitated the development of a suite of digital tools. And when 750 started back in 2012, um, we were really trying to pioneer an interconnected suite of tools that would live off of a standard data set 
and allow for all of the interactions that are required across all three tiers. Um, a major piece of this was a data normalization standardization product, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, following that, over the last five to seven years, we've really seen an increase in the number of new products that are coming to market that are becoming very specialized. So it's uh, across CRM, inventory management for retailer, white label e-commerce, marketing automation, data and insights platforms. We've gone from zero to 100 in a very short window of time. So although our industry was slower to adopt, we have truly accelerated. And then as I mentioned, and as we've all experienced post-COVID, we all now know that we need these tools for our businesses across every tier. Uh, and there is a, a you know, extremely broad set of options and trying to determine how to make the right decisions for your business is, is the key. So talking about this foundational element, you know, for, for any business that is going through digital transformation, looking to engage with the tools that are available and change the nature of how they're doing business, underlying data is really the key to it. Uh, and so a major piece of what we've been developing and working with partners on is creating a large standardized, normalized set of data points about beverage alcohol, starting with the wholesaler tealer. So integrating directly with wholesalers, understanding what is in their inventory, uh, transforming that into records that have all of the rich metadata and content uh, that's required for any of these tools to work. Whether you're talking about an e-commerce interface where you need to give uh, the customer the ability to sort and discover and understand contextually what is actually available to them, you know, down to the insights products that you ultimately want to uh, be able to develop based on your sales. In order for any of these things to work, you need a robust uh, data set with metadata about what are, what are the underlying details of products that we're talking about. Not to mention content that's powering the education uh, and, and sales material that are going to be used by buyers and sellers. This really was a foundational piece um, for us that we introduced to the industry at the wholesale tier. And, and that powers tools across every tier. So for retailers, they now have a comprehensive aggregated view of all of the distributor portfolios that are in their market, availability, pricing that's available to them, content so they can educate themselves about the brands, but also a direct channel to their sales reps who are also operating within this same ecosystem. So being able to give uh, access to a distributor sales team with tools where they have a library of content at their fingertips about their brands, they can receive requests directly from their customers, they can create presentation materials that can be shared digitally so they can engage with the customer and they can track the effectiveness of those materials that they're creating. Um, and then for suppliers, this now represents the, the first truly digital channel to reach the decision maker purchasers at the point of purchase online. And so providing suppliers a, a centralized place to be able to update their content, get visibility into what is available in the market, where are there opportunities for new brand introductions, uh, what does the competitive set look like across you know, the entire long tail, uh, and then having a, a targeted direct advertising channel to the retailers and visibility and data into how those ads are performing. You know, all of that is kind of unlocked from the development of these pieces of software that interact under one roof. 
So the retailer problem, you know, I think this is apparent. We've seen the development of wholesaler, wholly owned e-commerce. Uh, we have wholesale B2B marketplaces that are aggregated like 750, like Provi. Um, you know, they, they offer different value to individual retailers depending on the nature of that retailer. But the average retailer is purchasing from 10 or more distributors. Uh, exclusively, they have to work with particular distributors in order to access the brands that they may want to purchase. And so the idea of that happening in the old school analog model uh, or having to go to a series of different websites to do that purchasing all online uh, is, is counterintuitive. So there's a large audience of retailers that need the functionality to be able to aggregate their purchasing from, from one interface. Like I mentioned, they also have the ability to interact with their sales reps this way, either through direct integrations of that order uh, or through email, chat, other messaging apps so that they have uh, a way to understand more detail about the order as it's being processed. Now for sales reps, you know, they really are sitting at the center of the entire supply chain and they are the gatekeepers ultimately for a lot of the education that happens to the retailers and then ultimately to the end consumer. The problem for the average sales rep is they have hundreds of accounts and they're only able to service 20 to 30% of those uh, with in-person time and that's where more, most of their business is coming from. Now, part of the reason for this is because of the sheer number of SKUs that they have to sell and the amount of administrative work that is going into managing those orders, receiving those orders, processing the orders, and answering all the kind of basic questions about availability. So in creating a suite of tools that sales reps have access to where they have order automations coming in from retail orders being placed on a digital platform, uh, a CRM where they can understand what's the behavior, of, how have they been interacting with customers, what are the customers' preferences, where, uh, where might there be opportunities to introduce new SKUs for a particular account, uh, being able to capture payments uh, so that they aren't going down chasing accounts for the payment, so that accounts aren't getting put on COD, um, and then ultimately having uh, sales materials at their fingertip that they can communicate to the, uh, the buyers online. And so this buys them back time for the key activities that truly move the needle. You remove administrative work and you open up the opportunity for sales reps to be interacting, engaging with a larger swath of their own account base. Um, and it leads to um, empowering them as sellers instead of order takers. And so we love this, this case study. This actually isn't something that we put together, but this was a, a partner distributor, a large partner distributor, uh, who measured and kind of queried their reps about what was their activity like before coming on to Provi, and then what did it look like after their portfolio was on Provi, and uh, you know, upwards of 80 to 90% of their accounts were ordering online. And you see 38% increase in the amount of time spent selling for the sales reps. So that means on the ground doing tastings, spending time understanding the inventory um, you know, of these accounts, being able to make suggestions, truly doing the work of, of selling and educating, uh, as opposed to answering basic questions about pricing and availability or, or literally keying in orders, 38% increase in their time. And so as we see more adoption of uh, online purchasing, we can expect to see these gains 
inefficiency for distributors, and it can begin to transform the nature of how distributors think about deploying their sales force in the market. And, and finally, for, uh, for suppliers, as I mentioned, an aggregated marketplace of this scale now represents the largest direct channel to the decision makers at the point of purchase. And so for suppliers to have a single point of entry where they can update the whole range of pieces of content that they need out into the supply chain instead of individual Dropbox folders or emails to particular individuals within a distributor hoping that those reps then have access to the information and get it in front of the retailer at the right time. Now they have a single portal where that can be uploaded. Every sales rep across the country selling that product has access to that content. And every retailer that's engaging with the product has the same source of truth information coming directly from the supplier. Um, I think it's also been mentioned earlier that what, what content means is expanding. So there are sell sheets and shelf talkers and label images and descriptions of products. There's also the library of digital assets that are being used for advertising. And being able to target these ads to the retail decision makers uh, based on their purchasing preferences, their, their buying history, uh, the pattern of what they've searched for in the past. This opens up a, a brand new opportunity for suppliers really for the first time at the, at the wholesale tier to be able to understand the nature of what is the effectiveness, what is the return on ad spend. Uh, and so this is one of the areas where I think we're going to see the most innovation and, and growth over the coming years as more retailers begin to move their process of ordering online. We've, we've all seen, I'm sure, you know, how throughout the period of 2019 to 21, uh, online sales for consumers doubled. We expect to see the volume of sales happening online for B2B uh, between retailers and wholesalers surpass that over the next two to three years across aggregated marketplace and, and wholly owned websites. So the opportunity is enormous for suppliers to get in front uh, and kind of be early adopters here uh, and, and take advantage of these new channels. And so, you know, I think the themes here, content is truly king across all the different types of content that you've been hearing about today. Um, you know, the underlying metadata being able to define what your products are, understanding in a, in a granular level what is being sold and uh, what are customers looking for. People need to be early adopters of the tools that are out there today. Like I said, there's a vast satellite of tools now available that can be you know, highly customized to the nature of the individual businesses. So be out there and, and get on these things early. Um, it's going to require a mix of technologies. No one company is solving all of these problems for every company. Uh, but I think as we move forward, we're going to see a lot more integration across these various platforms. So as you're trying to figure out who to be working with, who's going to solve the problems for you, also be looking at who are they integrating with and what do their roadmaps look like. Um, all of this is going to give companies better access to data for the decision making about what channels they're deploying uh, marketing and ad spend to, where there's opportunities for new brand introductions. Um, all of this opens up the door for better visibility into the strategic decision making. And then, you know, finally, as, as people are uh, determining the right toolkit for themselves, should be looking to other technology leaders in the space. Uh, one of the benefits of companies like ours and many of the other companies here is we're spending a lot of time 
out in the market, talking to users uh, across all of these different segments, and, and hearing from them what are the problems they're facing. And so uh, you know, everybody can benefit from having the conversations with the providers themselves and uh, learning about the insights that they're getting from the customers. So we have uh, we have an exciting future ahead uh, as as we see all this develop, but uh, wonderful to be here. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs>